Happy Friday, everybody. It's a brand new episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. And today, we're not talking Game of Thrones. Well, we mentioned it a couple times throughout the episode. More importantly, though, we're talking many fun things, including baseball. I do a very inappropriate and explicit-filled rant on the Detroit Tigers, but hey, sometimes the truth hurts. We bring back Sean's stories. We actually had a family movie night this past week. We're going to get into all of that and... We do an IMDb profile on Will Smith because, ho, 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 you ain't never had a friend like me. Aladdin's coming out in theaters this week, and it's going to be good. Who knows? We got to go see it and find out. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Hey, everybody. Ah, there it is again. There, well, it was a little bit. I did, yeah, I, it's okay. I didn't go, what's going on? That's that's in the intro when I usually do the recorded oh, intro. Right. That's how I you're do right, it. But right. hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to the Unemployed Guys podcast. I'm, of course, one half of the Unemployed Guys, Luke Chaconis. Joined as always. You just heard him talking literally 10 seconds ago. Sean Allen Young is here. Hi, guys. Hey, buddy. Just you and me tonight. Yep. We had a full house on the Monday episode yeah. with Anthony and Tom. I really like No it. Aunt Becky tonight either. She's still, she's she's awaiting trial. <laughs> still. Still. And you her kids are still trying to get through college. Yeah, her uh, one daughter who was on the rowing team. She, she couldn't be out on the episode tonight. She's got to be up early tomorrow morning, uh, tomorrow morning for 4 a.m. For rowing. Yeah, for rowing practice. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, how's it going? It's good. Uh, how was your day? It was good. Uh, you know, work. Work, work is work. Work, work, work. And, um, yeah. I mean, I've just... Kind of realize my weekends aren't weekends. Yeah, you have like, your your weekends are like else. Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, at least you kind of have weekends though. To be honest, I have like the one day off kind of thing. Right, and then a lot of my afternoons off. Yeah, a lot of early I think, morning shifts. I think it's gonna come down to actually not having any more weekends mm-hmm. and just working every day. Mm-hmm. But like Mondays and Tuesdays, I'll only work from like four to like eight yeah something like that so short hours mm-hmm. and have mornings free true that but you know it's... true that well we'll get there one day we'll get hmm. there one day speaking of uh getting there one day uh, we were just talking to sean about this before we started recording two bits of information we're gonna do we're gonna do something we're gonna try some things one thing a little differently and one kind of refresher because you know we're plus 50 episodes now i also want to just throw this out there right off the top we're not doing any Game of Thrones discussions on this episode. I'm a little Game of Thrones doubt. If you liked the last season, great. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Uh, let's move on. That's all I got to say. Darn. I, I, yeah. I was really looking forward to recapping re- something else. Re- I was looking forward to starting season one, episode one. Oh, just, oh going start back, it over. Going back in the Rolodex? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm good. I, I can take a pass on that okay. for the time being. Uh, right. So the two things we want to talk about. First of all, unfortunately, it looks like we're not going to be able to have an episode... This Monday, Memorial Day, Sean will be working, I'll be home, Tom is currently on vacation, so we just don't really have anyone here to do an episode. Unless, 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 unless people call in or tell me they want to hear a solo episode episode. of me. If you want to hear a solo Sean episode on Monday, you can call in. Call in to our numbers that you all probably have. I actually think on the Anchor app, people can call in. I'm pretty sure if they download the Anchor app, there's a way they can call in and like leave voice recordings. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know what that was. Um... But yes, so unfortunately, it's looking like as of now, unless you take Sean up on his offer, we will not have an episode on Monday, this Memorial Day. 
but I would like to say this too. I think we should say this also, since we won't be having an episode on uh, Memorial Day. A huge shout out to all our troops overseas, men and women, and for obviously those who have lost their lives along the way. Uh, they've given us the lives that we can live because of their sacrifices. I think that's important to say. And um, just thank you for your service. I think that's kind of the best way to sum it up. And uh, God bless America. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I took it from you. No, no, just the God bless America. Oh, that's all? That's the only part you wanted to add? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Happy Mo- Everyone have a good Memorial Day. And uh, we'll be back next Friday. I feel like I'm ending the episode Yeah, now. you are. Very are bizarre. we? Uh, that's it. Three minutes and 45 seconds in. We're going to call it tonight. Yeah. Second, second bit of kind of uh, news or whatever. Just kind of this is more of the refresher. Um, we are going... Remember, we still have time codes posted in the descriptions of our episodes. We did not have them, or we have not had them for the past couple of episodes because it's been so much Game of Thrones talk. I think people pretty much knew what they were getting into with every episode. Now that Game of Thrones, the final season has ended, we're going to try to get back to our schedule that we had before this final season began. And yeah, so if you are certainly not into particular topics, like if you're big into sports, but not into movies... Uh, look in the description below and you can kind of find out what parts of the episode you want to go to, skip to, all that. If you want to listen to the whole thing and be a true Unemployed Guys fan, you're the best. You are the best. You're the best. We have the best 50-ish <laughs> people I could ever ask. We got for. a good, hey, I, I always say small but mighty. Yeah, small but, And honestly, if, you know, we'll just, I don't know, I have no problem peeling back the curtain here a bit. The Game of Thrones episodes, uh, we kind of got some people back, which was fun. Yeah. And it was expected, too, because Game of Thrones is such a big topic show. The thing that always amazes me, because obviously we have the episode counts on our phones and right. stuff for the Anchor app, we get to see, not individually people who are listening, but just mm-hmm. when someone listens in general, we get to see the numbers go up. Right. I'm always amazed that when I look back at old episodes, mm-hmm. like, for example, about a week or two ago, our First episode, Tim Allen versus Taco Bell, crossed 300 listeners. Yeah, which is insane to me because that was in October, right? And th- th- those aren't current listeners, and right. I don't think those are those are the people that I really want to, you know, hope we can kind of get them to stick around the show mm-hmm. because odds are those aren't people we are familiar with. Those are no. probably randos. Those aren't your friends or family or my friends right. or family. Those are people who just stumbled upon the show. Yeah. And they're like, who the hell are these idiots? Yeah. And then they listen to an episode and they're like, oh, that's enough for that's me. That's enough for me. <laughs> oh, they went, oh, their first episode, they went an hour and 48 minutes. Okay. Well, that, let, let's see how the second one goes. So it's kind of cool to see. And I, I think we've, you know, we've had a, a couple this, this season. We've gotten some big numbers on a couple mm-hmm. of them. Actually, over the long haul, the Billy episode, the Billy Mitchell episode has done very well, yeah. which is very fun to and see. And that's always nice. That was super cool to do. So yeah, just everyone keep listening in general. We got mm-hmm. a lot of fun stuff coming. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for me. Do you have anything else? News oh, announcements? No. News or announcements? That's the new segment. Uh, news or announcements, which is a great segue into our next segment. Uh, yes. But news and announcements. Okay. Uh, Cubs lost today. Mm. Uh, they went two and two in a series with the Phillies. Okay, Phillies. Which I'm okay with this at this point yeah because the phillies are a good team yes um they're good the the cubs are gonna be a fun team to watch this season but the the, not the problem with the cubs just the challenge the cubs will endure is that central is gonna be such uh a slugfest and it's not and you you could be in first one day and then you could be in third the next yep and it's literally just game to game yeah, you have to have a good mental psyche if you're a Cub oh, yeah. fan right now. 
Yep, and that's why I all I'm all I'm taking all I'm trying to take in is winning a series, mm-hmm. or at least coming out tied in a series. Yeah, especially so, against it, a team like the Phillies. Just, yeah, the big thing the Cubs don't want to do is go on like a ten to eleven to maybe twelve game losing streak. Oh yeah, uh, not yeah that that would actually just probably be the end of their season. Well, it's funny you say that because you know what team has done that? Uh, uh, no, who's the Detroit done that? Tigers? Oh, here's I, the thing: they're pretty good. No, they're awful, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm done kind of trying to be positive. Um, people know my opinions on the term rebuild because today the t- the reason why I'm pissed off today is because the Tigers took a two nothing lead in the top of the ninth and lost five to two to the Miami Marlins. So the Miami Marlins, I just said, not the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, the Houston Astros, the Minnesota Twins, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Miami fucking Marlins is the team that uh, that the Tigers actually just went zero for ten on a homestand. They, lo- they got swept by the Astros. They lost 3 of 4 to the A's. They're going to lose 4 to 4. One of the games got suspended, and they got swept by the Marlins. I can't really describe <laughs> in full detail and full proper grammar and word usage and also try to keep it PG-13 mm-hmm. how fucking embarrassed and disappointed I am in, in this team. Um, I think Al Avila is a horrendous general manager. I think baseball and sports in general are so fucked up because any other job in the world, if you don't do your job, what happens? If I don't, if I go into work tomorrow Mm -hmm. and I show up butt-ass naked and I destroy everything and I just sit there and I don't do anything for the 10 hours, 9 hours I'm I'm there working, what happens to me? I mean... I get fired. I mean, I assume so. Al Avila has not done his one job, and that is to put an even semi-competent and coherent team on the field. This guy is a complete fucking buffoon. I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. I have no issues with him as a person or as a man or as a human, but as a general manager for the Detroit Tigers, he is a fucking imbecile. He is a moron. The fact that he hasn't gone out and gotten some sort of pitching... uh, Reimbursement or not reimbursement? Uh, some, 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 actually, he needs to be reimbursed for some of the for some of the signings that this team made prior to him. Or they need to be reimbursed from him. Honestly, that's the thing that's happened. The fact that he hasn't gone out and got some sort of pitching backup because they have been struck in and plagued with injury after injury after injury. That he hasn't gone out and gotten some sort of pitching to help the rotation. The fact that he's still batting a guy who I love in center field, Jacoby Jones. In the lineup, the fact that he's still in the lineup and hasn't been kicked off the team or sent to AAA, <laughs> it's just not, to be fair, the whole batting the lineup thing, that's on Guardy because he's the manager. Look, I. Well, that, that's a question I asked you yeah. last night. I said, now, whose fault is it really? Is it the general manager or is it Guardy's fault? Because Al can put whoever's on the field on mm-hmm. the field. Guardy has to deal with it. He has to, he has to maneuver it. Here's but the thing with, he, has to ma- he has to make the best out of that's a bad fair. situation. That's fair. And I agree with you. So to, to put that onus on Al a bit is not right. I will say this, and I love Guardy. And I'm sorry for those of you who aren't Detroit Tiger fans right now, but I hope you're enjoying the rant because it's therapeutic for me. Um, <laughs> here's the thing with Guardy, who I love. I really love him. What he did in Minnesota in those you know 2000s with Joe Maurer, Morneau, Michael Kadire, uh, Jason... Um, not Jason Kipnis... Oh, the guy lefty. I can't think of his name. I'm totally botching it right now. Uh, but anyways, um, uh, I've lost my train of thought. What he did in those early 2000s with the yeah. Twins in the small ball, it was, it was no nothing short of a miracle. I mean, he had virtually you know no payroll. And it was really impressive for a smaller market team what he did. What he's doing with the Tigers now, I know he was given a shit 
bill of goods, but he has lost, in my opinion, all control and fire in the team. Um, and that's really unfortunate to put on him. And I know it's easy to put that onus on him when you're on an 11-game losing streak, but I watch this team play, and I just go, this team lacks fire. Now, this team lacks passion and the willingness to win. I will correct you. They have not been on an 11-game losing streak, though. They're 1-9 in their last 10. So here's the thing. Here's what's going on with that. What does it say on their win streak right now? It does. It says on their streak they've lost 9. That's what, so yeah, okay, nine, nine as opposed to 10 or 11. They also, on my phone originally, mm-hmm. it said that they were on like a three-game losing streak or whatever, and that was because their Sunday game against the, uh, the A's count. got suspended, right so it doesn't count. Got it. So I don't know why it would knock it back to zero. I, like, I, don't understand. I don't understand how that works. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I had to I have to take a break. I can't, I can't watch them anymore. I, I get well, too yeah. frustrated. I'm going to still pay attention. I understand that. I'm not yeah. going to just go in the dark and be like, fuck this team. That's not who I am. But I had to I had to do the thing. I had to delete the apps off my phone. Mm. I had to mute mm. them on Twitter because mm-hmm. I just can't do it. It's not good for the mental health. Right. It gets me so worked up. You know, uh, we, we're, t- we're talking about like losing streaks here. Uh, you know, there's only one other team that's gone. It's one and nine in their last ten. The, the Baltimore Orioles. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but... The de- de- but Detroit still isn't last place in their division. They will be. They will be. They will one hundred percent be last de- last place, and they will they will finish dead last behind the Royals. Are you are you sure? Because I, the Royals are bad. I'm willing to put money on it. That's how bad also, this team is. Also, I I really do think you're being a little hard on them in general. They're really young. Like, but they're no. That's the problem. They're not though. They're young enough to not be good st- yet. Still, Josh Harrison. Jordy Mercer, Gordon Beckham, Miguel Cabrera. These guys aren't these guys aren't uh, aren't you know rookies. I mean, they, they have been they, around the league for some, a while. They have some young parts in that team. Jacoby Jones, the, I love him. I think he's great. I think he's a good dude. He's fast as hell. He plays a pretty solid center field. He cannot hit. Nick Castellanos, who's supposed to be like their big franchise player at the moment. I'm sorry, Nick. You're the man. It's a contract season for him. He's not hitting. Their, their best hitter is Miguel Cabrera, and the problem with Miguel is currently, not that it's really a problem, he's got no power. He hits, all his power is gone. He even said it the other day. He said he said he wishes he had his power back. He wants his power back. Kristen Stewart, I'll give you that one. He is a rookie who's in left field, and yeah, he's having a bad season, but that's okay. I want guys like Kristen Stewart to have these tough seasons so they can kind of get over it in their head and learn how to battle through these slumps. I want the Tigers, because this season's, this, this season's for, for, for nothing now. It's useless. It's pointless. Call up your prospects. Let them get some playing time in at the major league level these last couple of months. The problem is, we're not even through fucking May yet, and it's already like waving the white flag. It's over. Yeah. It's done. The season is over. It's fucking Kaputsky. The season ended, to be fair, when I went to that White Sox game on the 26th, <laughs> and they blew a 9-2 lead. That's when That was the day the season ended. Now, what if they go on a five-game win streak? Ten-game win streak. That's awesome. They're still not gonna. They're still not gonna be a competitive team. What this if team will not compete this year? And that's, it kills me. Trust me. You know me. There's no one more positive yeah. and loyal than me. This team. I've watched them through this losing streak and up to this point. They look like they are blindsided. They have no pitching. They have no bullpen. They have very, 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 very mediocre hitting. The defense is shitty too now. Now I, they made. They're making errors. I mean, they got swept by the fucking Marlins. They're the Miami Marlins. I'm not trying to knock a major league team because they're a major league team, and who the fuck am I? But come on. 
Come on. But also, they, I mean, yeah. How many, how long was the series? Three games? Three game series. At home. 0 for 10 on the head, the, the homestand. Come on. Come on. You know, I just, I had they, to get, nice Marlins time. are on a six game, six game win losing, streak. Uh, excuse me, six game win streak. Yeah, correct. They were, they were 10 and 31 at one point. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not, they're only a couple games they're only behind f- Detroit in terms of uh, win percentage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on this. I again to our listeners, if you are not a fan of sports and in particular the Detroit Tigers' current state of their uh, baseball team, I apologize. But hey, it's our show, and it's here's nice a, to rant a bit. Here's a fun fact: uh, four out of the five Central Division NL teams have gone five and five in their last ten games. Yeah. Uh, with only the Cardinals going three and seven. Yeah. You're, Are the Cardinals in last? No, they're second to last. They're only they're three games ahead of Cincinnati. Gotcha. Um, Milwaukee is a game and a half behind Chicago, but the Pirates, they're hot, right? The Pirates are currently well. They they've gone five and five, but they're in third place. Yeah. Uh, they, um, and also What's here's the, record? the Pirates record. Pirates are twenty five and twenty two. Okay. Um. Here's the here's situation. the problem with the Cubs. They can't beat Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to beat Cincinnati for years. And I don't know why, but some teams just literally can't beat teams, teams that they should beat. Yep. And I don't know why that is, but baseball is such an odd sport that, that that just it just kind of fucking happens. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's the problem. And here's the thing too: baseball is such a long. It's such a long. Because you're exactly right, Sean. There could be. Detroit could snap this win streak tomorrow and go on a, a 15-game tear, and they're like, well, where the hell did this come from? It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. Baseball is just such a long grind. Yeah. It's hard. You know, it's hard. And I just... Here's also a big difference. Their differential between runs runs and runs scored against. Mm-hmm. What are uh, we talking about? Yeah, Detroit is negative 96. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. And that is... I mean, not as I'm. I'm not even going to mention Baltimore because uh, they're just not worth it. They're they're negative 108. Yeah, I just can you imagine being a Baltimore Orioles fan though? Honestly, I, I feel like being a Tiger fan isn't that far off. I truly don't. You know, and I'm not going to today. You know, today I mean, Shane exactly Green gave up five runs, off, and I'm not so. going to I'm not going to harp on Shane Green. Said he's had a really good season up to this point. He just got stuck with a shit outing today, which cost the Tigers the game. I just I can't do it anymore. Can't do it. It's hard. You know, I'm gonna I'll keep watching. I'll watch from afar. I'll check in from time to time. But I gotta I gotta I gotta check out for a little bit. I mean that's fair. It's just, it's just I'm not I'm not fully turning my back. Don't just, have, well no. Just don't because make, don't make a mistake about that. I just I got it. I got it. It's hard. I mean it's, being it's a, tough to watch. Being a Cubs fan before 2016, it was also like those feelings of I I literally don't even want to hear about today's game. Yeah. Even if they win. Because it doesn't feel good. No. Like nothing, even in, even when they win, they're like, okay, great, they won one. They just lost the last five. Yeah. So that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. Being a being a, a dedicated fan in sports, watching your team continuously let you down mm-hmm. time after time after time. It's kind of like when you have a really good friend and you know that they're such a good person to their core, but they just keep screwing up in life. Yeah. Right. That's exactly how it feels being a Tigers fan. Because you love them with, for me, you love them so much because that's your team. Same thing with you, with the Cubs, you know, right. Tom with the A's, you know, and whoever with your team is. Um, you love them with so much passion and true love, mm-hmm. and you just want to see them succeed, and you know that they're capable of succeeding, and they're capable of doing great things. 
Uh, and just they continue to just disappoint. Yeah. Disappoint and disappoint. And I can't stand Al Avila. I'm sorry. And I listened to an interview he did the other day on a Tigers broadcast. Mm-hmm. He gave the most mundane, not trying to ruffle any feathers answers. And here's the thing, Al. You're the fucking general manager. You're arguably the captain of the ship. Next to Gardenhire, I'd say. Guardy's, I mean, the players really look to Guardy, but I think the organization as a whole should be looking towards upper management. And it's just when you have to, oh, we're doing great. We're doing our, our triple. The triple A team's not even that good. I don't know. I, I should have looked at the record before I went on this <laughs> tangent, but I know they're I, they're not great. The Toledo Mudhens, from what I've heard. So let's get off this. I'm just, you know. You want to hear some other interesting stats yes. while we're on it? So I always I always try and look at differential because uh, it really shows like how good your hitting is mm-hmm. and how good your pitching is uh, just in general. Uh, the Houston Astros are plus ninety. Okay, they've scored two the best team in baseball. Two hundred and seventy runs and uh, given up one hundred and eighty. Um, the Here's a fun. I'm gonna just keep going back to the Central Division because it's it's honestly a phenomenon. Uh, the middle of the road Pittsburgh Pirates are negative forty two, while the last place Cincinnati Reds are plus twenty five. So that just goes to show you that literally anybody at this point could go on a ten game yeah. win streak in the Central and be on top. But then, like, next week, they could lose 15 in a row. Yeah. Like, it's it's insane how close all five of those teams are. Yep. Really. I think if the season ended today, we could definitely see a Cubs-Astros World Series. I I would love it. I think be, that's a, I think that, some great what a, baseball. What a fun, fantastic series. Some it would great be. baseball. Uh, wow. Also, real quick, the Toledo Mudhens are 16-27. and 27. Not good. And when that's your quote unquote some of your biggest rebuilding guys coming up, yikes! So that's it. I'm tired of ranting. I uh, I can't say much more other than the Tigers. You let me down. You let us all down. We were all rooting for you. Still long season. How many how many games are we in now? We're almost a third of the way through the season. I'm predicting that the Tigers won't win. They will win no more than. I'm going to say they win yeah. 55 games or less. 55. Yes. Hmm. And that's being gracious because last year they went – that's actually – no, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say they don't even crack – they're not even going to crack 50. What I, you, I truly don't I think they're going to – I want to go back and see what we said for how many games we thought Baltimore would lose. Did we pick – did we project that? Yeah, because Tom, Tom was talking about it. I remember we did it. predictions one episode. And he, he – I mean, they're definitely going to lose over 100 games. Yeah. Like, that's not... Oh, 100, man. That's not Detroit will, too. Detroit will 100% lose more than 100 games. Because last year they went 64-98. They're not winning winning 64 games here. It's not even me being pessimistic. They don't have the pitching. They literally... And that goes to Avila again. They don't have the pitching. They have three for-sure starters right now. Everyone else is hurt, and they're doing either these crappy AAA Mm -hmm. guys, or they're doing bullpen days. Mm -hmm. It doesn't fucking work. Make a move, Al. Jesus. Fuck, man. I wonder wonder what part of it, though, goes into... Sign James Shields. 
Sign Bartolo for a one-year deal just to eat up some innings. That's all. I don't need someone to go out there and win the Cy Young. Right. Eat up some innings. But it's real simple. But also, those guys might not want to go to Detroit. And That's I don't the blame other them. Thing. I don't blame them. Just because you like, as a fan, yeah. we want we want our guys to like make moves and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But the issue is, there's a lot of players that don't fucking want to go oh, to yeah. teams, yeah. so they won't sign with them. And if they're trying to get a trade done. Oh, the players and or uh, their management, uh, not management, but their owner, not ownership either. The guys that deal for them. Managers. Yeah. Yeah. Their can, managers yeah. also don't want to deal with shit teams also. Yeah. That yeah, agents. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so it, there's, I know there's a lot that goes in it, but also I know that like as a general manager, there's got to be a point where you're just like, I have to do something, or that's my not, job is. Gone. And that's that's uh, that's my frustration with Avila. I feel like he has none of that at all. I saw there's a great article by one of the Tigers, uh, a reporter for the Detroit that's affiliated with them. He pretty much said he told fans, "Don't come to the, the games this season because it's not worth your time or money." And again, this goes back to my whole thing with the rebuilding argument. If you expect fans to pay their hard-earned money, this isn't with the Tigers in general. Uh, specifically, yeah. this is with baseball yeah. and sports in general. If you expect upper management, this, this is this is directly to upper management and owners and GMs and presidents, all that. Listen right. closely. If you expect fans to spend their hard-earned money to go to your games, to park in your parking lots that are fifty dollars, to buy concessions and beer and merchandise and, and spend, stay and, and stay, stay and spend that's hundreds the- upon hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. Because that's realistically what it can cost. Now, if you're like a family of four to go to a game, that's what it costs. Mm-hmm. It's like a small little mini vacation for a four-hour excursion one Saturday afternoon. Yep. If you expect your fans to show up and do all those things, it's not too much to ask in return that you try to put a winning and coherent team on the field. Right. It's not too much to ask being a diehard fan. Get it <laughs> together Al, get your head out of your ass. Start making some moves. It's the fucking major leagues. Let's go. Let's okay. move on. It's fine. They're on a rebuild. They'll get there. Oh my god, rebuild. There's a there that that's the R word I don't like. I know there's a, an R word we're not allowed to say nowadays. Huh. That's the R word I don't like. Rebuild. So let's move on. I'm getting hot. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Sean stories. Let's go. Okay. All right. Sean <laughs> uh, stories. Sean stories. Uh. In recent news, Al Avila has been fired. <laughs> Thank God. You know, the day he does get canned will be that we were. I'm gonna buy everyone drinks. Awesome! It's a great day Make for sure you. A great day for me. Yeah. Make sure you're there. Thank great. You. Uh, cool. In recent news, an Oregon man called police about a burglar. Armed officers found a rogue Roomba. An Oregon man called police. About what? A burglar. A burglar. In his house. An organ man? An Oregon. Oregon. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck is an organ man? An organ man. He only plays the organ. The organ. The or- he's an orca. He's a very fat man. <laughs> he was an orca whale. Uh, no, so this guy called the police because he heard a burglar in his house. Mm-hmm. Turns out, <laughs> he goes down. it was a Roomba. Jeez. And you know what a Roomba is? Yeah. It's, it's like a little, little the, mini vacuum. It yeah. It goes around, cleans the dust, picks up everything. Yeah. yeah. So the officers came into this guy's house. At like around 1.45 p.m. 
And, we're, and they're like, sir, uh, there's no burglar here, but my God, have you ever thought about sweeping? The man had just gone for a walk with his nephew's dog, and when he came back, he could see shadows moving back and forth under the bathroom door. Sounds like the scene from <laughs> Home Alone where uh, the burglars are outside and Kevin McAllister's throwing the fake party with Michael Jordan and everybody. Yeah. Rocking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just this little round machine slamming against the glass shower wall. Hmm. You think he left it on? Like he had to have turned yeah. it on. Oh yeah. No, well, you, no. You some, of them, some of them are like they just activate automatically. Oh, okay. Time. So maybe he was out walking and it activated, and then he saw. Yeah. Have you ever had that before? Where you're, like, you wake up from a nap or you wake up from sleeping, whatever, and you think you like you see a shadow or you walk into your apartment or like wherever and you think you see something oh yeah i remember honestly i remember one time when we were on it was my first ever actf trip for those of you don't know who actf they were essentially theater conferences we did when sean and i were in school Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. we were in milwaukee and i woke up from a nap um i I was i was alone in the room i think i was battling a pretty bad hangover Mm -hmm. that day if i if i remember correctly and i woke up and i saw the shadow in the chair in our hotel room. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, And I thought for sure someone had, like, broken in. And just sitting there? Was sitting there watching me, and I was like... And I could see it, and I was like, I'm going to have to, like, get ready to charge at this person. Yeah. And I turned on the lights, and there was nothing. I was like, holy hell. Oh, yeah. Like, All it the looked, time. It looked, like, very vivid, like... Dude, perfect that thing line. in the corner of our Ernest. room. Ernest. Oh, my God. Ernest right. is a real bastard. Well, when we first started, he was not there. He was somewhere else. I and every was... time I opened the door, there was just this... It looked like somebody was sitting in a chair. More often than not, when people come over to our apartment to hang, if they're not regulars, mm-hmm. I think the first thing to say, I keep thinking that's a real person, Ernest. Yep. Uh, my mom. Yeah. Your mom, my that's mom, what I was getting. Your mom weekend. said it the other day. I heard her say it, and I was like, I She's like, mom, I don't like him. Yeah. He's staring at me. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So that's number one. Good story. Good start. Yeah. Good, a, a solid lead-off hit. It was. I yeah. thought so, too. Solid lead-off hit. Uh, in recent news, a Florida man threatens to unleash army of turtles. These Leave are it the, to Florida. These, hey, hey, don't knock it till you no, live there. Florida is the absolute weirdest, oddest, most strange place I think you could ever live. Then I'm going to fit in perfectly there. No, you're not. I will. It's I not think. for you. I'm going to be good there. No, 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 no. I'm going to move there in about... My goal is three years to move there. Ugh. Get a single apartment. Have a, <laughs> Get a corgi named Rockhound. That is my... That's my big goals. You know what's funny about these Florida man thing? That's the thing. Like, if you looked up your birthday, it was like stories like Florida man. Yeah, yeah. Beats dolphin with Q-tips. Like right, really right, like right. obscure stories. Florida man Moses lawn naked, shoots bottle rockets out his ass. Like you know, like bizarre things. Shoots bottle rockets into his ass. Into his ass. Yeah. Well, he had to wipe. You know, so it was easy. Uh, so Thomas Devaney De- De- Lane was jailed in Brevard County after the police received seven calls from three different locations about him disturbing the peace. Uh, he repeatedly referred to himself as a saint, mm-hmm. visited three cafes, threatening to destroy everyone with an army of turtles. Damn. Um, what did you say the county was in there? Was it was it Brower County? Brevard. Brevard. Ah. So, quick story, kind of uh, side tangent. When I was in the second grade, third grade maybe, I went on a vacation to anywhere, you know where it is, but Florida. But I was with my dad, my sister, and my then stepmom at the time. Mm -hmm. My sister and I, per 
being usual kids who fight and argue and siblings were arguing one morning and when you go we were in florida for as you could probably imagine visiting disney and universal right, we course. did a sea world day all that stuff and i had my autograph books that, that was the age when i was collecting autographs and yeah. meeting all the characters mm-hmm. and we were waiting one morning to uh, we were at our condo or wherever or timeshare whatever the hell it was and my sister and i were arguing my parents were getting ready my sister stole my autograph book and was making fun of me for it. Like that I had an autograph book, whatever. And I said, Taylor, if you don't give me that book back, I'm going to call the police. And she was like, nye, nye, nye. I don't know what she said exactly. I went, fine. I'll be a man of my word. Picked up the phone, dialed 911. Within a second, I hear, 911, what's your emergency? Click. Oh, no. <laughs> and I went, oh, no. What That's the worst. What, what have I done? And about 30 seconds later, yep. if that phone rings yep and my dad comes out and he goes who the hell is calling us here because it was like it was like a timeshare like mm-hmm. condominium it's not like a hotel Unless it's like, like the front, front desk, desk calling yeah it. so yeah. it wasn't the front desk yeah. or anything like that it was like we had rented out someone's condo for the week my dad picks up the phone he says that he hears it's the police and he goes did one of you call the police my sister like a total narc rats me out right away my dad says it was my son him and my daughter were arguing everything's fine i apologize i'll talk to him yada 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 my dad yells at me and tells me to go to my room. Story doesn't end there. Because about God. 20 minutes later, I hear a knock at the door. I'm in my room crying because I'm so embarrassed of, and you know, like afraid of what I've done. I think I'm going to go to jail for some reason. I hear a knock at the door. My dad answers it and goes, just a minute. And he goes, Luke, there's someone here to see you. And I walked out. And there's maybe six, four, six, five, yeah. jacked. <laughs> jacked. Samoan police officer. This guy was fucking massive, like it, like The Rock. Like yeah. he was. It was. He was. It was. It was, it was Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. He was. was. He was. Yes. He was. Yes. It was Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> he was yoked. The dude was yoked. And I like look it up. But I look up at him. And I just start bawling my eyes out in front of him. And like my sister's laughing at me. My dad and is like just there like being like now son you can't call the police and then he pretty much was like yeah you can't call the police buddy and then you can't call the police ever again i'm never allowed to call I'm the police beat again the shit out of you he beat the shit uh, out of me yeah you know and it was in the, it was in brower county where that uh, happened. okay so that, that's where that tangent yeah they, they have to like legally send somebody mm-hmm. i believe every time somebody called 911 that's the truth so. uh, okay number three number three hold on sometimes when i I keep them all on my phone, mm-hmm. but then sometimes when I get to them, they have to load back in. Because well, a lot of porno on your phone. No. It ruins the connection. Not that I know of. Oh. Have you been using my phone? Well, uh... In recent news, a man agrees to plead guilty to stealing endangered lemur from zoo to be his pet. Okay. These are all real ones, correct? No These onions? Real. No onions? No, no onions today. No onions nope. today. That seems... I could I could buy that. Some guy try Some moron dumb yeah. enough to try to steal an animal from the zoo and literally, claim it as a pet. Literally. Thank God it was a lemur, though, and not like a, a giraffe or a lion or a bear. Yeah. Just try and shove a giraffe in your duffel bag. Tom and I were talking today about... video. You know what videos make me uncomfortable watching are, like, animal attack videos. Oh, I've heard like you guys those? talking about Do you that. like... Are you, are, can uh, you watch no. those? No, I don't like... Do you have a tough time watching them? I have a tough time with animals dying in mm-hmm. general yeah and i don't know why it is but like i mean you've seen me watch game of thrones and a uh, horse gets killed yeah, i'm like god bad. damn it no yeah. not the horse yeah take anybody but the horse mm-hmm. 
But on the flip so side of that, I... though, on this most recent episode, when uh, Khaleesi got murdered, yeah, and the dragon cried, that was no. I threw a party. Oh no! See, that was like so. That was very difficult for me. And I, I, because I, I feel for the dragon, yeah, not really Khaleesi. Thing. You know what I think I've realized this whole time? I know, like it's with. I know I didn't say I want to talk about Game of Thrones, but we'll go it's on this late. tangent uh-huh. for a second. Brought it up. Um, I think the reason why I have a tough time resonating with the character of Danny, just because I don't like her in the first place, mm-hmm. but also I just, to me, it's just weird that she, she is the mother of, she mothers dragons, like she's a mom and she doesn't have kids. She has kids, but her kids are dragons. Right. Like that's bizarre to me, and that's oh. weird to me. And so I'm not trying to be going for the joke here to be just a dick in this this thing. On Sunday when she died, mm-hmm. spoilers, and uh, who cares? Uh, when she died. And the dragon was like crying. I felt literally no connection at all. Also, because I knew in the previous episode, his mom or her mom—I don't know if the dragon was a guy or a girl—Drogon. Sounds like a guy's Dro- name. Drogon. Drogon. Who cares? Her, <laughs> his, his or her mom. Uh, the previous episode murdered human lives, women, children who actually were real people, not dragons. So, but anyhow, but he, she had nothing. He. Well, she kind of had something to do with it. It's a fucking dragon, first of all. Yeah. So it doesn't have any regard for human That's life. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a life. dragon. Like, I don't... It, that doesn't matter. If, if if Khaleesi actually had, like, a small child, yeah. like, like a small baby that, girl that or baby boy... an entire No, not that, but, like, like her and John, let's say, birthed a kid, some, for whatever reason, is totally hypothetical, okay. and, like, the kid walked in on his mother being dead. Yeah. That I would have a very hard time seeing. That would get to me. But a dragon... Because dragons aren't real in the first... I don't know. I just... Maybe I'm, even I'm probably... If, even still, you hate Daenerys if she had a child that did that? What do you mean? If, if she had... Like, if she... You, you're, you said you don't like Daenerys in general. I don't. But if she had a child, a real child, mm-hmm. it would change? If, if she... Yeah. And, and only for this only for this specific thing. If she had an actual only child... Only for the child. If she had an actual child, and when she died, and then the child, for whatever reason, came in and saw that and saw it, his or her mother dead, that would get to me. That would make me sad. But it's but it's a dragon. It's not an actual person. It's not a Luke or a Sean or a Tom. It's it's an inanimate object. You're an inanimate fucking object! Well, technically it's not inanimate because it breathes. Speaking of breathing, let's get to the, number four. The dragon. Also, oh, animal tag videos. Yeah, I have a tough time watching them. I just, I, human, like, uh... Animals attacking humans, unless it's like a human that jumps into like a gorilla pit at the no, zoo, okay then it's like natural selection, do your thing. Right. But if it's for whatever reason, someone just walking and an animal attacks it, I don't know why that would happen. But if it did, that would get to me. And I also have a really hard time watching animal attacks on animal attacks. Hmm. Yeah. So, Tom I mean, said he, Tom said he loves them. He said he loves. Well, yeah, them. he watches all those nature videos every night before yeah, he falls asleep. I, I can't do it. I, I get really uncomfortable and I feel really like just bad I think, watching them. Yeah. Well, wait. I heard you also say bugs are different though because they're just fucking bugs. Yeah. I don't, if, if like a bee kills a an ant, I don't give a shit. Right. No. Because there's trillions. But of like, those. if a lion murders a gazelle and I get its natural selection, I have a tough time watching that. Yeah. Or like, like I saw one video. I remember sometime it was like a gazelle that got too close to water and an alligator like snapped oh, its yeah, neck off. Yeah. Like that was really hard for me to watch. I mean, yeah, that's that's like I don't know. It's just so different because when it's more when humans are hurting animals that is that, oh yeah that i don't, is the I don't like that either. i can't deal with. i don't like that either i'm with you like not that we ever see videos of them, but like when anytime, right, anytime right. i see anything with poaching yeah like what the right. fuck 
Like, are gun we really? Girl. Are we really? <laughs> yeah, gun girl, Jesus. Uh, are we really that? Like that desperate as human beings, we have all these things we can do in our free time. Like, do we really have to go hunting elephants in the safaris of Africa? Right. Like, how small is your dick that that gets you off? I love the one I see videos of like poachers that get mauled to death by like tigers or bear or you know not bears but maybe who knows maybe yeah uh, sure you know when, when yeah I love when poachers get eaten and killed by animals the thing because, they're hunting yeah because it's yeah. you know I know that's, that might sound kind of morbid and you should never wish death upon someone else maybe not death to that extent but it's like natural selection baby don't fuck with things you know you're not supposed to do it okay. if they're not doing anything to you don't do anything to it. Right. Bada bing, bada boom. Don't shoot a lion because it's just gonna kill you. Yeah, and also like I, it, it's such a cowardly act too. Like if you see like a, a like a a herd of elephants, mm-hmm. you know, that are walking with their children. Yeah. You know, and then you have some asshole who's got a sniper, three hundred yards away that kills it. You know, I mean, so anyhow, that's just a little tangent on animal attacks. Hmm. But number four. Number four. Number four. Another Florida man. In recent news, a Florida man is arrested for playing basketball naked. Mm. He told cops he had a good reason. Mm. Would you like to hear the good reason? I would love to hear the reason. I'd love to hear the good word, please. When asked why he was in his birthday suit, as per the report, the suspect said that playing basketball without any clothes enhances his skill level. (laughs) So that's, that's what's been holding me back all these years. Also, if you take a look at this man... Oh God! I'm imagining him naked. I can't wait to see him. Oh uh, yeah, no, naked. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is cross-eyed, and when I say cross-eyed, I mean one eye is not crossing; it's going the opposite way. Well, he's got a lazy eye. It looks like that's not a lazy eye. I mean, I that's more like he's he's like crossing the street yeah. and he doesn't have to move his head back and forth to check it's <laughs> a good description this man is something and the fact that he was playing b-ball naked i almost commend him because it's I, such a contact sport and with that ball flying around so much whew, there's taking, a lot of balls flying yeah, around a lot, three who i thought now usually yeah. most basketball games you only play with one, one ball right in right. this game there was three there was three there was three at the uh, same time there was also a bat just kind of flopping around yeah which he was priming the porpoise. Stroke I mean, the salami, flog the dolphin. I mean, grapple the gorilla. You know what? Good for this guy. I I commend him. He's very ugly, but he's very ugly and he's in jail. But hey, he must have a good sized dick if he's playing. Uh, if he's playing free ball. The worst so. part is, it also says alcohol and drugs were not involved. So <laughs> that's funny. So he's doing a he's he's going for a crazy bit and he's not even under the influence of anything. Sounds like exactly. he's in high school. Yeah. I, I kind of respect <laughs> this guy. Might have this might have been me. Actually, who knows? Definitely wasn't you. Wasn't me. All right, uh, that, was that it? Yeah, no. And story number five, okay. uh, we lost kind of an icon uh, this past week. Uh, do you remember Grumpy Cat? So here's the thing. I had, the minute you said icon, I was like, everybody's going to talk about Grumpy yeah. Cat. Yeah. I have never seen anything with Grumpy Cat. Mm. I don't know even know really what it, I have an idea of what it is. He was a meme, right? Yeah, he was Essentially, a very like famous a very meme. famous meme. Yeah. Um, no, I other than that though, I have, I'm not familiar. Uh, at all it is with Grumpy it is Cat. sad only because first of all, it's an animal. So, yes. But uh, second of all, uh, it was only seven years old, um, which is very young for a cat to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and also like I guess on Twitter, a uh, bunch of cat. Twitter accounts have been sending Grumpy Cat uh, like very grumpy messages about his death. So it's just 
paying homage. They're paying homage to but, the grumpiest of the grumps. But it is kind of it's it's always sad when a pet dies. First of all, and, yeah, uh, yeah, Grumpy Cat became famous. So Grumpy Cat, R.I.P. And uh, never forget mm-hmm. Grumpy Cat. I don't know much about him, so that's okay. I don't either. I just knew he was seven. Yeah, which is you know is that young for cat years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cats live like well. If they're indoor cats, it's different when they're outdoor cats. Interesting. Cats can live to like 12, 15 years old. Huh. Good to know. Mm-hmm. I don't want a cat ever. I know. I don't know why. I'm kind of allergic. A little bit allergic. Mm-hmm. Certain cats, for real. My allergies flare up. Dogs are way cooler. No offense, guy. I mean, no, I love dogs. Maybe but I also, but I also, I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome too. Burn a throne. <laughs> that part was pretty cool. I will. Give, I will give Drogon. 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 Why is the milk gone? <laughs> okay, let's not get into the fun. Hey, that was some good stuff with Sean's stories. That was fun. Thanks. It's always fun you to know, bring that honestly that little segment back. It was. I don't know what it was. It was really hard for me to find these. Yeah, and we haven't done know. in a while either. Yeah, it's been, but it's been like, about maybe about a month. Usually, there's like a plethora of yeah. like continuous weird odd strange news maybe people are straightening up you know they're not maybe they maybe they're listening and they're they're like "Mm, i don't want to be on that yeah who knows except for lemur kid except for lemur kid and uh willy wonka from like the first episode oh yeah willy wonka yeah actually that lemur kid came back like a day later Mm -hmm. and uh he said oh you know what i'm gonna turn myself in i don't want a lemur huh and he just turned it back in but then pled guilty (laughs) and then why would you turn it back in? I just let it like release it into the wild. Well, it's an endangered species. <laughs> that part talking, of it. talking about natural selection and animal attack videos, a lemur into the the Everglades of uh, Florida. Would have been see how long that lasted. Been great there's in the uh, the gators. If the guy would have just like gotten strangled by a lemur. <laughs> Terrific. Uh. Speaking of strangled by a lemur, <laughs> we did something last night that we have not done in about three months this is, we're, we're bringing back yeah, old yeah, segments we brought back it. sean's stories for the first time in about a month last night ladies and gentlemen we had a family movie night okay. and it was if you i think the last movie we watched i think it was tom's week when we watched major league yeah that's how long ago it was Jesus. it was sometime in march february or march yeah so it was my uh my turn this week to pick the movie we watched Prisoners. Yes, we did. The 2013 Denis Villeneuve drama starring Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Terrence Howard, Viola Davis, Maria Bello, Paul Dano, uh, to name a few. I had seen this movie before. It was actually one of my favorite movies of 2013. Tom had seen the movie before. Sean had not seen it before. and I picked it for him because I know he enjoys stories that take their time and strong performances across the board. Yep, yep. Knowing that, Sean, did I pick the right movie for you? Yeah, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was very enjoyable. Um, it, like I said last night, mm-hmm. I think it lasted about ten to fifteen minutes too long. Okay. Um, and it has a runtime of two hours and thirty three minutes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a long movie. It's a long one, and it does take its time. And at times, a slow burn. Yeah. At times it and gets I'm really o- into it, and then sometimes it, it kind of halts. Yeah, and yeah. I'm okay with that. I was there was one thing I did really like about it was. When they like had their like acts, mm-hmm. they like made they like blacked out stuff, yeah, and then they went into a new scene, mm-hmm. and so I really felt like it was I was watching a play, I, honestly, very play. Um, exactly. so it, like that. So, but the when they ended, 
they didn't like end it on a like perfect note. Mm-hmm. It was there was a there was like mini cliffhangers throughout it. Yeah. Um, just like the ending mm-hmm. is a. I mean, you <clears throat> it's it's making your mind assume that the characters did what you thought they were going to do. Yeah. But you didn't know for sure. Um, it's such an interesting movie. Because it has so many different layers to it. I absolutely love this movie. I hadn't seen it in about four or five years. Actually sitting down and watching it start to finish. And watching it as it was intended to be. Not edited out for content on TV or whatever. Right. And it is such an interesting movie that explores the human psyche on all different levels. Because you have Hugh Jackman who's just so desperate and Mm -hmm. volatile to get answers. Even if they're not the correct answers from the correct or incorrect people. Right. You have Jake Gyllenhaal, who's just in a... Honestly, for someone... And I I think Hugh Jackman... This is... Other than his performances, Logan and Wolverine, I think this is his best movie he's ever done. It was not the Hugh Jackman I knew. Yeah. Like, which was fantastic yeah he's not he's not it. he's not wolverine and no. he's not singing and dancing in the greatest show right. and like he right. is a depressed dark and disturbed dad yeah. trying to find his daughter and jake gyllenhaal on the opposite side of the coin i think is just as dis- uh, depressed and destroyed mm-hmm. but still has to at the same time keep it together yeah, yeah. to find these girls that have gone the professional missing. in this yeah. situation yeah, yeah i think that it's really interesting you look at terrence howard who's kind of like mm-hmm. i don't want to say he's a pacifist per se but he takes a different approach to than uh, Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. He's kind of just not sitting there being he's he's by the book. Whereas Hugh Jackman is like, I'm gonna go find answers, right. whether or not they're 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 getting the answers the right way or not. Well, it's the difference between letting the cops and detectives mm-hmm. do their job in Terrence Howard and Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Uh, not trusting the cops. 100%. Making himself do the job. Uh, I think Viola Davis, I will say this, watching that movie last night, I can't believe I'm saying this, if I would give it a little bit of a critique, I would agree with you. It, it, I, there was a couple times like, oh, this, this is going a little longer than mm-hmm. I remembered. There's a couple parts I forgot that it happened in yeah, certain yeah. parts. Viola Davis, a little underused. Yeah. A little I, underused. Well, I agree. Um, but also, I don't see how she would have had any real impact. Yeah. She, her character. Yeah. In I general. mean, I, I understand uh, her, her role. She definitely she plays Terrence Howard's wife in the film. I just watching it again for the first time after giving it like a four years of not seeing it, I was like, oh man, I, I could have gone for like two more scenes with her. Yeah, she's very I good. Can when, always go for more scenes. When she's on, when she's on, she's on. Yeah, she's yeah. got a couple really good scenes, in particular one with her and Paul Dano. And speaking uh-huh. of Paul Dano, who has very little dialogue, just plays this brain dead, out of left field. Again, I'm going to use this word, disturbed kid who just has so many skeletons in the closet and is he complicit does he know what happened with Hugh Jackman and Terrence Howard's daughters does he not know is he actually a good person is he actually hiding something it's such a really strong and in a lot of ways non-verbal performance it's phenomenal yeah it's phenomenal the script is great I mean there's so many great moments in it I mean all the scenes with Hugh Jackman Terrence Howard and Paul Dano are great and then all my favorite scenes are with, without a doubt, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, when those two guys are together, both going for the yeah, same thing, wanting to obtain the same goal, but going about it very differently. They're powerful. Oh both my of god, them. Jake Gyllenhaal just—I don't know what it is, but he—he's—he's he's just fantastic. He's great. Just so good. I so always, believable. I—I I always say with prisoners, this movie was supremely 
overlooked at the Oscars. It came out in 2013. That was the year movies like American Hustle came out, mm. 12 Years a Slave came mm-hmm. out, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Gravity came out that year, I believe. So it got, it it got, got lost sh- in the shuffle. Yeah, it got yeah. lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And there's no reason why both Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal should not have been nominated for Oscars. Mm-hmm. And I think in, I think the movie got nominated for like cinematography, but also I would say writing, because I think it's a very well-written movie. Mm-hmm. Although it's not like catchy Tyrion Lannister dialogue or whatever it's it's just it's it's realistic writing not yeah. saying that Game of Thrones isn't but you get my point yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's just in the circumstances of this world that the writer has created the dialogue is perfect yeah I think the directing is great by Denis Villeneuve mm-hmm. who if you don't know Denis Villeneuve he did a smaller movie with Jake Gyllenhaal called Enemy but he's also done bigger movies such as Arrival Sic- the first Sicario Blade Runner 2049 and that's it. There's I don't think there's any other big ones that I can think of. Um, but it's it's a great movie, Prisoners. Again, it was one of my yeah. favorites when I saw it in 2013, and it's it holds up. Man, does it hold up? Yeah, it does. It's a great movie. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I got to see it because. Uh, yeah, you yeah, never have you had you even heard of it before? I no. Nope. I'm glad. Yeah, that's the great part about this mm-hmm. this little game. I, now, with all respect, due with respect, it's a little bit harder for you to stunt me of a movie I've never heard of. Yeah. But it's kind of this is what I really love with you being because I know you don't no how I'm kind of blind to video games. It's how I think you are with a lot of movies sometimes, and it's fun. Yeah. Now yeah. we'll do family game night, and I'll play Dota. Oh, you don't want to do that. I don't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't last. First of all, you wouldn't <laughs> last the lashing you would get from other players because That's the fair. online community That's is fair. horrid That's to fair. each other. That's fair. Uh, but. Um, I want to talk about an actor, uh, the guy who played Bob Taylor. Yes. The actual, like, uh, he didn't really kill anybody. No, he was. he was a. Uh, because he was a. Where, we can spoil this movie. It came out six years ago. Yeah. He, he, Melissa Leo in the end is the big baddie. Right. And she and her husband abducted not only Paul Dano, but mm-hmm. also Bob Taylor. Right. How, what, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Because he was David. just. Desmalchian? He was just on Collider Live oh, a couple really? weeks ago. Oh, cool. He was also in Ant-Man. Yes, he was. And he was also in, I believe, The Dark Knight. Thank you. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Because as soon as I saw him, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's the that's the guy that was wearing the thing. It and says, that's, uh, yeah. It's a, does it say Harvey Dent? No. Nope. Or Rachel? Rachel. Rachel, okay. Rachel yeah. Dawes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's, first of all, He's that creepy dude. Mm-hmm. He's always gonna be that creepy dude. Yeah. Unless you know they put glasses on him and make him into what he was in Ant Man, the funny guy. Yeah, the funny guy. Um, he reminds me a lot of the guy who played Scarecrow in the Batman series, Killian Murphy. Yes. Yes. They remind me of each other so much. Interesting. Because they always will be. That background guy, they won't have any huge movies by themselves mm-hmm. until uh, Killian Murphy was actually in a show. Uh, um, Peaky Blinders. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I haven't and seen and it, and but I've heard great He's had some it. leading stuff. Uh, he was in, I think he was in 20 Red, Days Later, Red Eye. Red Eye. And also, which is kind of a fun thriller movie. Mm-hmm. And but he's, he's a bad guy. Yeah, a lot, the... and a lot of side stuff. He's in every Nolan movie, a Scarecrow. He was yep. in, in, in Inception. Mm-hmm. He had a pretty big part in Dunkirk, which I don't really like Dunkirk all that much, but that's a different discussion. Do you like science fiction movies, sci-fi movies? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think for my next movie, when my turn rolls around, mm-hmm. we're going to watch a movie that stars Killian Murphy. He is the star. It stars him and Chris Evans. It's called Sunshine. 
It is a science fiction kind of horror movie directed mm-hmm. by Danny Boyle. I love it. Is so, he a creep? No. The movie itself is kind of weird and creepy, yeah. but he is not a creep. He is he is a uh, he is the leading man cool. of the movie. He's very good. It's a great movie with one of the best scores oh. and overall soundtracks I've ever heard in a film. Who, and you, uh, you've never even heard of it. Who's uh, the you you when you hear the main title it's yeah. uh, by John Murphy oh, it's okay. called Surface of the Sun if I played it I'll play it for you in the episode yeah, yeah. Like, I've heard that before yeah yeah so cool. it's great so yeah but, yeah I, I just uh, I wanted to shout out him for uh, just because mm-hmm. I know him yeah I have seen him and he always gives a great performance and he's always creepy background dude that you know from a lot of movies. I don't remember what I gave this movie when I saw it in 2013 because, again, that was almost six years ago, but reviewing it again from watching it last night, yeah. sitting down, completely uninterrupted, which was just wonderful. It's, people need to do that more. Put your phones away. Just shut off all the lights. I, I it's getting nice totally out. Open agree. up a window, enjoy the breeze, and watch a movie. It, you know. So based off that, it's, a, got a, it's fantastically directed. Mm-hmm. It's got a really good story, a great script, and an absolutely phenomenal ensemble cast. It does. I'd, honestly, I'd go. I'd give this movie like I'd give it a ten out of ten. I, right. I really. I, I'm not. I'm by no means by saying it's. You know, it's very hard to like movies that are perfect. That's mm-hmm. where you kind of start right. walking a thin line. But except for the Dark Knight, except for the Dark Knight or Armageddon. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I, I think I think it's a great movie, and I, it's, it might not be for everybody. It is at times a slow burn, and it really can get going at times, but also can really slow it down at times. Kind of know that going in. If you want a movie though, it's got a great story, very thrilling, and phenomenal performance in particular, led by Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. If you have not seen or heard of Prisoners, check it out. As soon as I know I'm going into a movie that is two and a half hours mm-hmm. to three hours long, I find myself kind of losing time mm-hmm. in just watching people perform yeah so like watching jake gyllenhaal and uh hugh jackman. hugh jackman go through scenes together yeah like the plot it, the plot doesn't lose me mm-hmm. but i just kind of zone out and yeah. literally just watch them like do work there are three and that gets me through the, yeah like two out there are three hours. particular scenes then we'll move on from this uh, that I really that I will always associate with this movie. The first is with Hugh Jackman, Terrence Howard, and Paul Dano. And if you've seen Prisoners, you know it's the scene where Hugh Jackman picks up a hammer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tense beyond all belief. My second scene that I will always associate with this movie is a car scene between Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal yep. when Jake Gyllenhaal is following Hugh Jackman. And the third and final one is another scene between Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. And it's when they are in the police station and Jake Gyllenhaal is showing, showing them photos. The pictures, yeah, because yeah. it's a complete switch with Hugh Jackman's character yeah. who has been so angry and visceral and violent this whole time. And he just takes that mask off and he's a completely... He yeah. just he breaks down. It's, it's, it's incredible. It, Again, you, Hugh Jackman, man. You God, know, he's great. He's you know so acting good. is good when there's no uh, underscore music yeah. to it also. Not, there's very little and that's music. And that's what reminds me of like the production mm-hmm. play yeah uh on stage stuff also did you notice jake gyllenhaal's eyes in the movie how many times he would blink oh yeah yeah is mm-hmm. a little tick what a little what a great little yep. character trait. and i i after after we get off mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you the different story about that great yeah wonderful uh so we're just about to hit an hour so we wanted to do one more thing we're bringing back a lot of old segments we brought back sean's stories we did a family movie night update yep and now, now. we're going to do an imd B, I almost forgot how it was. IMDB. 
profile on a guy who's in a movie called Aladdin this weekend. It's a little indie flick. This guy's an up-and-coming actor. His name is Will Smith. That's right. We're doing an IMDb profile on Will Smith. We'll kind of go through these here. I don't want to say quickly. Um, it's quick enough. Yeah, because uh, we, we all know we all know what Will has done, I think, yeah. without a doubt, right? Oh, yeah. So let's see. Let's, uh, let's start off with the golden age of Will, of Will Smith. Great. Which basically ends in 2016. <laughs> oh, that's so that's that's when it's ending. As okay. soon as a little movie called Suicide Squad came out. <laughs> before we get to that, before we get to that. Yes, yes, yes. Let's st- let's just knock this one off the park. A little TV show called Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, love he, that show. Was he in that? He he might have had a cameo okay. once or twice. I love that show. I think that was I mean, if you didn't watch that show on Nick at Night as a kid, or ABC Family reruns. I mean, I mean, yeah. come on. I know I've watched many, many episodes, but don't really remember anything about them. Arguably the most iconic theme song ever in terms of yeah. having like yeah, lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, truly, it, it has to be up there for discussion. Especially when you're hearing it at karaoke. 100%. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep, all you these years later. You don't hear the uh, theme song from Lost being seen at... <laughs> No, I love The Sopranos. No one's going up there and singing, yeah. Woke up this morning. Do I you, wish. Do you know what the theme song for Lost was? No. No. All it was was a little, like, not wind chime sounds, but it was, like, small whistles hmm. as Lost, like, rotated through the the screen. And that's what it was? That's what, all it was. I need to watch Lost. I Dude. Really enjoy it. If you if you watch it, you tell me. I watch it with watch, you, you watch for the thing. fifth time. Great, through. wonderful to hear. I'll keep, I'll keep that in mind. Okay, so we, obviously we're gonna give a huge nod right off the bat to Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yeah. the show that really put Will Smith on the market. Yeah, uh, <laughs> on the map, on the map, on the market. On the market. Well, who knows? Maybe, Is he single? Maybe he was a free agent at the time. You never know the the trade market. Who knows? Maybe he was single too. We'll have to figure out. We'll ask him uh, when he comes on the show next week. We have uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air from 1990. He did 148 episodes of that. That's impressive. Uh, During that time, he does a couple movies. One, Bad Boys, which I've actually never seen Bad Boys at or Bad Boys 2. I know a lot of people love them. They say they're very fun. And in terms of Michael Bay's filmography, obviously excluding Armageddon, people say his top four are... I'll take Armageddon out of the equation. I'm being biased. Okay, good. His top three would be um, The Rock... And then the two bad boys movies. I know a lot of people love oh, yeah. the first those. Mm, yeah, so I don't know. Especially the first. Maybe not so much the sequel to Bad Boys, but the first Bad Boys I know gets a lot of love. Right. Second movie he did while he was kind of wrapping up Fresh Prince, a little flick called Independence Day. This is a fun movie. I know. It's a fun movie. Uh, but you know what? I always forget he's in that, mm-hmm. even though I've seen it many Welcome times. Welcome to Earth. But he's not, he's not the dude in that movie. Yeah. Like I've never thought... A lot of times when I think, think of I think of that movie, I think of Bill Pullman. Uh, yeah, I yeah. agree. Completely yeah. agree. I, I, I know a lot of people like go apeshit for Independence Day in a movie I'm going to say right after this. I think they're both fine movies. Mm-hmm. I don't think by any means, especially when it comes to Will Smith movies, that they're like the ones I'm like, oh man, that's my favorite. But I know a lot of people do love Independence Day and also the next movie he made in 1997, which was Men in Black. Yeah, this is the one I always think of him in. Do you love Men in I Black? Fu- I fucking love Men in Black nice. so much. I don't know why, but I've always... Uh, but not the third one. Okay. First and second one are I've very only seen good. the first two. I, I never mean, saw they're the just, third one. They're just fun. Yeah. Like, and also the sci-fi mm-hmm. aspect, I, I just enjoy that it was a fresh, new 
and may I say hip hip idea? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, also, it's kind of fun though with like the frickin' frack casting because it's Will Smith and someone who's completely on the opposite, Tommy Lee Jones. And they play off each other beautifully. Yeah, they have really good chemistry and really good comedic timing together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is hilarious. And so. then the third one brings in Thanos himself. Josh Brolin. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Which, he's also fantastic. He's very funny. That doesn't He's even, funny. He's yeah. funny. Yeah, I, for me for me personally, Men in Black and Independence Day movies, I, Independence Day are movies that I enjoy. Uh, they're not the ones I'll ever want to come... Oh. Someone just got arrested. No, there was a fire. Oh, fire! Uh, yeah, Independence Day, Men in Black. I think, arguably, two of Will Smith's Smith's biggest movies. I mean, put him put him literally from that Fresh Prince dude mm-hmm. to mega, yep. mega star. I mean, he was already a big star from Fresh Prince, and then he goes and does. Go, oh my God! Goes and does. I'm really starting. I'm really starting to get tired and slur my words. That's uh, what's happening. Um, he goes and does. Men in Black, Independence Day, except vice versa. Those well, and but yeah, Fresh Prince brought him into uh, rapping also. Yeah, and so he had uh, Boom Shake the Room by uh, Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Na 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 na. Another movie we'll talk about too in a little bit. Wow, Wow West. Oh, also Wow, Wow West. Also one of my very favorite movies growing up. Really? Yeah, Men in Black and Wild Wild West. I, I've watched those <coughs> at the very least like ten times each. I will say this. I have never seen, seen Wild, 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 Wild West. West. We and should, we should and if I have, it's, it's, if I have, I was probably like five or six and I don't remember anything about it. I mean, really. Kevin Klein, Kenneth Branagh. Good cast. Salma Hayek. Wow. Uh, and, you know, that's really and all we got, care and about. And Will Smith. Some guy named Will and, Smith. And Will Smith. But, like, those four... Are so much fun in that film. We should watch it. We're gonna have watch you ever it. seen this? Now we kind of skipped around. Not really. They both came out. In, oh, Wild Wild West was ninety nine. In ninety eight, yeah. he did a movie called Enemy of the State. Yeah, I've never seen that. I like that one. That's uh, probably one of my favorites with him. That's that's a movie my dad showed me when I was like in middle school. Like, oh, really? Damn, this is a cool movie. Gene it's with Hackman? him, Gene Hackman. It's got a good cast. It's got a really good cast. It's just a straight up thriller. John Voight. Yep. Regina King. This is a late '90s thriller to the T, an all-star cast. Yeah, it's got like Jack Black in it, Seth Green, Jamie Kennedy. Really? Yeah, it's got a really Barry Peppers in it. I think Scott Can might, Scott Con uh-huh. might be in it. It's yeah. got a real just cool cast. Interesting. It's just a a, a very slick '90s you know thriller kind of. What's going on? Who's who's dirty? Who's not dirty? Yeah, yeah. What's 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 the big uh, what's the big reveal here? It's just a good movie. It's probably one of my favorite Will Smith movies. And, uh, yeah, Enemy of the State for me is up there. So we did Wild Wild West. Then when that would take us to 2000, a movie my grandfather loved. Shout yeah. out to my grandfather because I love him. The Legend of Bagger Vance. When he plays Never the angel, it. it's a golf movie. Uh, Matt Damon is a golfer, and Will Smith plays, like, his guardian angel who, like, watches over him while he plays and gives him advice about wow. golf, which then translate to life. And wow. My grandfather loves that movie, really? so <laughs> I would feel bad internally if is I this... did not mention it. This isn't a remake, right? This is a, an original? I honestly I do not know. I remember my grandpa showed it to me all the time as a kid. And my grandpa, when I was growing up, he had like three movies he would show to us on repeat. It was pretty much The Legend of Bagger Vance, Rudy, and Miracle. So oh, that gives yeah, you kind of absolutely. an idea of who my grandpa was. And then when, and then when the movie, that movie Secretariat came yeah. out, the horse movie, yeah. he loves that movie. Really? He loves that movie. <laughs> and he awesome. also loves the vacation movies with Chevy Chase. Okay. So pretty much... So when it, I when it, I meet a, him, in overall a sum, uh, my grandpa has the best taste in movies. Yeah, when I meet him, I can watch Christmas Vacation with him. He will cackle. 
He's Great. a cackler. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Ali. Ali, which... Uh, which was the first movie, I believe, Will Smith was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, I was going to say. He yep. won his first movie. award, right? Solid movie. Yep. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good little biopic. I, again, it's one of those I probably saw when I was in middle school. Biopics and don't have a, haven't seen recently, but yeah. Biopics are extremely hard to get right. Mm-hmm. Extremely difficult. They are. And I, I feel, though, more often than not, I leave more biopics going, oh, that was that was really good, rather than being, oh, that wasn't good. Yeah. Which is funny, because it's such high risk, high reward, I feel like. Yeah. Because if you fail, you fail big time. Right. But yeah, I, again, I'm not going to, I don't know if I put Ali like in the top 10 of my favorite biopics, but I think it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. I think Will Smith gives a good performance. And then we... I'd probably do for a rewatch on it, honestly. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd watch it. Yeah. I'd be okay with it's it. It's been a while. So and then we kind of get into the golden age. Those mid-2000s, right? This is seriously the golden age of like Will Smith being like the ultimate... Movie star. Class A movie star. Yeah. So, in 2002, kind of we mentioned, comes back from Men in Black 2. Right. Which is fine. I think it's okay. I If I had to... I've never seen the third one, so I'd definitely say the first one I like more than the second. I don't know if yeah. people agree, disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen either of the Bad Boys, but then again, Bad Boys 2 comes up in 2003. Man, you are right. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, like, back-to-back. I, Robot, in 2004. Robot. That's a fun movie. It's also, it, it was kind of a page-turner for him, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know, like, you Men in Black was still, like, Action young, comedy. Young Will Smith. Same, well, but now we're getting into, this was, like... This was serious, like, action work, because... Yeah. Bad Boys and Men in Black are action comedies. Obviously, Ali is something uh, very strict source material. Right. And I, I guess Not a, original. A, a, a little bit yeah. with Enemy of the State, that was um, you know a thriller, but not really so much like an action movie per se. I Robot is straight action. I it's a fun is. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie. I'm surprised they've never... There's always been rumblings about them making a sequel to that movie. I feel like now the window has kind of passed. But I now, you know if they went back and did it, it'd be more powerful than ever, I think. Yeah. Only because technology is so much farther than it was in two thousand four now. Yeah, it's insane. That movie Uh one of your favorite movies of all time in two thousand five, Hitch. Hitch? Well also don't skip over Shark Tale now, guy. Shark Tale's a solid little animated movie he did. Hey, I skipped over it. Okay, that's it's just a good anime movie I enjoy. iRobot came out fifteen years yeah. ago. Yeah. Wow. What a hole. Um I remember seeing that in theaters with my grandfather. Really? Yeah. My we, grandpa loved it and I loved it. And I was like, that was a good movie. I mean, Hitch came out 14 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. that's the... Like, I own Hitch on DVD. Yeah. I watched it like maybe a couple months ago when I went to bed one night. It's insane. Stars Will Smith and the great Kevin James. Okay. Did I stutter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Hitch is... Again, these are just some really solid movies. Really. Like, I mean... Regardless if you don't love Men in Black 2 or Bad Boys 2 as much as their you know, originals or their, their predecessors, they're still solid. They're right. not bad. No. iRobot is enjoyable. Shark Tale is enjoyable. Hitch is enjoyable. And then he does my favorite movie of his, which is The Pursuit of Happiness. Is that with Jaden? Mm-hmm. That is a great movie. He's done, what, three films with him? I believe two. This and After Earth, which we'll get to towards kind of oh, later right, right, Will Smith. Right. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. This is, an, uh, is my favorite Will Smith movie, also nominated for an Oscar. And I've said it before on the show, I'm a huge fa- uh, a, a huge uh, sucker for father-son relationship movies. Right. And this movie, to me, just it, it's so emotional and powerful, especially the ending. And uh, it bothers me that happiness isn't spelled right. Well, it's, have you seen the movie? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. It's part of the movie. Oh, good. Yeah. Yep. Is that something that has to do with Ness? 
Um, so what happens is, so what happens is, that's good. <laughs> what happens is, um, Jaden Smith and Will Smith are walking one day and they see the word happiness like written on a wall and it's spelt incorrectly. Huh. And Will Smith like gives him a life lesson and whatnot. It's a great movie. And the ending, I mean, it's I have it. We should that'd be a good one for him. Movie night. Be a good one. It's real good. I'd watch real it. Good. And then again, we continue with his just hot streak upon hot streaks. Mm-hmm. I Am Legend in 2007. Yeah. Hancock in 2008. Seven Pounds in 2008. You mm. see Seven Pounds? I have seen... I haven't seen it. I have not seen Seven Pounds. I have seen Hancock, and I'm just kind of whatever on it. I saw Hancock. I think it's okay. I've seen it like three times. It's okay. It's, it's, a, it's an entertaining yeah. film it, that is superhero, that is not DC, mm-hmm. not Marvel, and that's kind of it, again. It fine falls for into me. this list of Will Smith movies. Like, man, that's a, that's just a, that's a solid movie. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. good. And then I'd say out of those three, though, Seven Pounds, Hancock, and I Am Legend. I Am Legend is my favorite. I Am Legend. That's three. a great movie. Also cried during that. Yeah. The, I now that now see talking about pets and animals. Yeah. That one I get. I'm not trying to say I'm a cold heartless bastard. Oh, no. That's just strictly with the oh. Daenerys. Oh, I know. That's just with the Daenerys example I and gave. Drogon. But, and yeah, whatever his Russian name is. Uh, no, 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 no. He's Russian. No. He fights for the Soviet Union. Drago. Um, Drago. <laughs> I Am Legend is great. And I know exactly what you're talking about, where you cried. Yeah. Because I think I probably cried too, yeah. as many people did. And then kind of interesting. Uh, very interesting. Thus ends the, the career of Will Smith. Will Smith. Has this huge streak of movies. Literally. Let's, let's from 2002 to 2008. He mm-hmm. goes Men in Black 2, Bad Boys 2, iRobot, Shark Tale, Hitch. Pursuit of Happiness, I Am Legend, Hancock, Seven Pounds. Then he takes a four-year break. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. What happened? And does Men in Black 3, which a lot of people are kind of split on. He does After Earth, which was absolutely demolished critically and financially. People did not like After Earth. That was when uh, M. Night Shyamalan was still kind of uh, on people's shit list. It got a... 4.8 yeah, it out got, of 10. I never saw it. It got horrible reviews. Also a 33 on Metascore. Horrible reviews. He has a very brief cameo in Anchorman 2, which so we can't really count that. No. He has a interesting small role in Winter's Tale, which again, I, he's got, got one of my main dudes in it, Colin Farrell, but it's just a very kind of weird fantasy movie that did not uh, receive many good reviews. Then he does Focus in 2015 which with Margot Robbie, which I enjoyed. It's kind of a fun little caper. It's nothing great, but it, it, it would definitely kind of... Had a Will Smith made that movie in 2007 or 2008, yeah. we'd have been like, oh yeah, this is another big Will Smith movie. I think at this point in time, the Will Smith buzz had kind of died down a bit, right. so that maybe didn't help it either. 2015, he continues with Concussion. Tell the truth. That was his big thing, and honestly, I think that's what people take away more from Concussion than the movie itself. Mm. How many times do you hear people go, man, Concussion's a really good movie. You should see it. Never. As opposed to hearing people go, tell the truth. All the time. It's, it's like it's like night and day. That's what, I mean, for me at least, that's what I, I feel like that little tagline, mm-hmm. uh, which became like a meme and a gif, mm-hmm. kind of hurt the movie in a way because it just kind of became like a, like a punchline. So it's just like radio. In a lot of, yeah, in a way. I mean, honestly, true. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Just the punchline, that's it. Yep, yep. Um, and then we don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> that's... And then he does Suicide Squad, plays Deadshot, which I will say this, the first time I saw Suicide Squad in theaters, mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed it. Mm. I watched about a half hour of it a year or two after it came out mm. on HBO, and I went, oh no. 
oh. and I shut it off. Oh no! Because I was like, I don't want my first viewing to be tarnished <laughs> by this second one. So I was in pure denial. But the majority of people hated Suicide Squad. The majority of people hated Collateral Beauty. Bright, which was a Netflix uh, film, Netflix did not receive original. good reviews. And then that brings us to his movie, which comes out this Friday, Aladdin, which yeah. as of now is just kind of getting very whatever reviews. I think it has a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 6.8 out of 10, uh, 54 on my yeah. score. Um, I don't know what happened with Will Smith, but... He got I, married, had kids. I don't, I don't know if it's fair to say <laughs> what happened with Will Smith. Because um, Suicide Squad made a lot of money. But yeah, I think Men in Black 3 did okay, but I mean, he took that four-year break. Well, Men in Black 3 did okay because people just wanted to fucking see Men in Black again. Yeah. You know, he took that four-year break, and there's a significant drop-off in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. Um, after he did Seven Pounds, and they did Men in Black 3, After Earth, Winter's Tale, Focus, Concussion, Suicide Squad, Collateral Beauty, Bright, and now Aladdin. Bad Boys for Life comes out in early um, 2020. He's got a movie coming out later in 2019 called Gemini Man. So he's definitely still working. And he's kind of making a comeback in in, in a sense in terms of just putting out more content per year. Also, Will Smith has done what many celebrities have done nowadays and has really taken the surge of social media, in particular Instagram, and used yeah. that to his advantage. I follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Dude's jumping out of planes and, like, boxing and, you know... He's done a lot Tia, of stuff Tijuana. around the world. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he does, like, a... Bu- I think it's a show he has. It's uh, called, like, the Will Smith Bucket List. You know, so... Uh, Bright 2 is in production. Yeah. If uh, you're interested in seeing that. This is interesting. Bad Boys 4... Is in has been announced. Yeah, it's in development. But Bad Boys Three hasn't even come out yet. No. And that's pretty that's pretty common nowadays amongst big franchises. But I mean, if Bad Boys Three tanks, critically and financially, I don't see how Bad Boys Four gets made. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But the know? thing is, it's been so long since Bad Boys Two. Yeah, it was two thousand and three, I believe. Right? People are gonna yeah two thousand three. So and people are going to want more of it. Yeah. They're just gonna just like Men in Black. So if I had to ask you right now, Sean, for your top three Will Smith movies, and then we'll wrap up this episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are yours? Um, so I'm going to go all the way back. Okay. Um, I got to put... I'm going to go my number three. Okay. I Am Legend. All right. My number two, Wild Wild West, and my number one, Men in Black series. Wow. I just love him. In I, He's perfect in Men in Black. Yeah. And Wild Wild West, uh, he's also perfect in that with Kevin Klein. Cool. So, all right, I have to watch Wild Wild West, I guess. Yeah, you do. Um, I would give a honorable mention just to Fresh Prince. I love that show. Yeah. I think that's such a fun show. <clears throat> but if I'm doing top three movies, I would have to go at number three. I'd probably go Hitch. I think that's just such a fun rom-com. It's a good one. And it's in kind of that, that early 2000s Will Smith groove. the most different role he's ever done. Yeah. And we see him in that kind of leading romantic, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Number two, I would go Enemy of the State. Okay. That's a really, really just fun thriller action movie, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gene Hackman played right. great off each other. And then my number one is Pursuit of Happiness. It's, okay. just, it's a great movie. It, it truly is a phenomenal movie. 
uh, very inspiring based on a true story and I love again the father son relationship between Will Smith and his actual son Jaden Smith right. also I did some digging the other day on Instagram because I knew I wanted to do this for the show mm-hmm. Jaden Smith mm-hmm. does not follow his father on Instagram no he's also very very weird yeah odd. what a dickwad yeah that too what a dickwad maybe he follow your dad on Instagram maybe he doesn't want to watch all those videos Will Sm- uh, Will follows Jaden why does Jaden not follow Will We'll find out next week on the Unemployed Guys podcast. <laughs> we'll get them on the we'll show. We'll get them on the show. Hey, that's going to do it for our episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We know we ran a little bit long, but we uh, brought back some old favorites tonight, and it felt good. It, it felt, felt good doing it. It felt right. It felt right. It felt tight. <clears throat> it felt right. It felt tight. So just a reminder, again, we won't be doing an episode on Memorial Day Monday. Once again, also, uh, all the love, respect, and shout-outs to our men and women, um, past and present in the armed forces. Thank you for protecting our country, and we wish you all a pleasant a memorial day and be safe and come home soon so moving away from that uh with the show you can like us on facebook you can follow us on instagram twitter you can send in questions comments concerns to the unemployed guys podcast at gmail.com if you're listening on apple please 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 feel free to subscribe to the feed and rate the show five stars leave a comment let us know what you're liking what you're not liking we uh we just want feedback so yeah you got yeah. anything else? Nope. All right. Thanks for listening. Love you. Love you. I love you. No, I was talking to them. Oh, okay. Well, I, this has got a little bit weird. That's yeah. going to do it for this week's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. My name is Luke Chaconis. My name is Sean Young. You guys have a great weekend. Have a great Memorial Day, and we will see you again next week. Make sure you get a job. Yeah.